Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. We have an update, folks. Hot off the press, Sue B. Zimmerman here to deliver it. What we got? What is the latest Instagram update? Ready, set, go. It is the name field where there is SEO. Do you know what SEO stands for? Um, Search engine optimization. (gasps) Leah, did you know that? I had no idea. I'm going to put that out there. I'm just saying. So elaborate here. The people need to know. Yeah. So just like the Google, Instagram has uh, search engine optimization, which really stands for getting discovered. So the word discoverability is how I break it down. And if you understand how to put the right words or phrases in that name field, and people get very confused from their Instagram account name and the name field. We'll talk about that in a minute. But if you use the right phrases and words, then you get discovered when people are searching. Then you become discoverable. And isn't that what we all want? (laughs) Right. On the map. Make your mark on the map, which I think is what we just did, right? Right. Every time we meet with Sue, she's just like so helpful. Like even if it's just like one little tweak, it just like makes all the difference. And so that's what we just did um, right before this. Um, Sue, can you explain to them what we just did to our Instagram? Yeah, we'd be tweeting. We'd be tweaking. Tweaking. <laughs> tweaking. We're, not tweaking. We're not tweeting. We're not tweeting. We're not talking about Elon like, We are over we're Twitter. <laughs> no. Old news. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I believe that every three months you should be auditing your Instagram account regardless of an update or not because there is often an opportunity for one small tweak that could make a difference in someone hitting that follow button and saying, oh, I just found a great account. And as you guys know, we redid your photo, your avatar, your bio, your highlights, all of that. But today, we just redid your SEO. So why don't we tell everybody what it was and what it is? Uh, Guys, stop begging. Stop begging for us to tell you. They're on the edge of their seat. They're like, (laughs) what what did two-tone training do to their Instagram? Fine, fine. Twist our arm. Shay, take it away. All right. So originally, we were the IG virtual workout sisters, and I think... Like we you said, put ourselves in a box. It was dusty. It, the Instagram bio <laughs> was dusty. It hadn't been changed in a while. We did that was like prime COVID times yeah. when people were searching yeah. for IG live workouts. Right, exactly. So at the time it was relevant, but now we realize we are old news. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't that discoverable. So with that being said, Sue comes in and she's like, ladies, ladies, let's make a change. And we ended up with fitness dash Fashion dash Boston boot camp. Yeah, so let's talk about those words. So each one of those words on their own, if someone is searching the word fitness, you could potentially come up. <gasps> Boom, two tone training. <laughs> Enter stage left. Okay. As your boss coach over here, I'm yeah. like, we're putting fashion because the two of you are always rocking oh, the two tone yeah. fashion. I mean, stop Tune it. In <laughs> yeah. With her furry jacket. Exactly. She's like, excuse me. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, um, and then Boston, because hello. Hello. It's wicked. Bo- it's wicked awesome, and you're wicked smart, so we got that. And, then, and you're, you're doing a lot of boot camps. So each one of those words come up, but the real cool thing that most people don't know is that emojis are searchable in the name field. We just found that out, too, because we were trying to figure out a way to say we're a duo, we're sisters, there's two of us. We couldn't quite figure it out with the amount of characters, but then... We found out the emojis are searchable. Therefore, there are two flex emojis in our Insta bio. Which is perfect. So when someone is looking to get jacked, (laughs) um, I feel like my thing is shredded by Shay. Leah, I don't know what. Lean by Leah. Lean by Leah. I like that. We like alliterations over here, don't we? We love that. We love that for us. Yeah. Um, Well, what what people need to know is that you need to think about how you're going to stand out in this very noisy Instagram world where there's over 2 billion monthly active users, right? And myself, as a leading Instagram educator who's been teaching Instagram for almost 10 years, I'm always thinking, how can I stand out? How can I be different? And with that comes using the B, Sue B emoji when I sign and comment. And so 
people always are sending me like be gifts and that's not the <laughs> message that I you know, that I'm putting out there. <laughs> Take it as you will, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but the point is what is it that's keeping you top of mind and memorable? Like, so if the double flex is you guys, like, let's own it. Do you we know? need to start signing everything with the double flex? Yes. I think so. A branding. That's, and yes. I feel like that's Sue. That's what you like drove yeah. home. And even <laughs> with your branding, everything is so, so colorful. Um, but I do want to take a step. Back. Yeah. The blue, the green, <laughs> like she's got it going on. Usually a hat. You're missing yeah, a hat Yeah. Where's today. the hat? I have a headband over there, but oh, it didn't fit with the how headphones. How does this even happen okay. with the hat? Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but we were sta- taking a step back, Shay. Oh, because yeah. we didn't go through your, like your credentials. How like you are the Instagram expert? expert. Yeah. Yeah. So I just to give people context, I have had 18 businesses, and I discovered Instagram at my retail shop on Cape Cod that I had for seven years. So I have always been. Very active on the socials, understanding all of them, Pinterest, Twitter, Foursquare, Facebook, you name it. I've done it. Periscope, Blab, Clubhouse. I don't know what half of these are. <laughs> so so I've been around the block and back. And so I know like social trans, social opportunities. And Instagram really stuck for me when I used it at my store and shared photos of things that I was selling. And when this lady actually came in and said, I want to buy that anchor bracelet that I just saw on Instagram. I'm like, wait, did someone just walk in my store because, because of, of a something post? I posted? And wow. my store was located at the Pompanesset Marketplace in New CB, New Seabury, in Mashby on Cape Cod. So you can geotag your post. And for me, for my store, that was really important because someone could tap the link, open up maps, and actually figure out how to get to my store because it was in this very um, exclusive area of a community. And so it was open to the public, but a lot of people just didn't know how to get there. And so with that came me saying, okay, that was really easy. (laughs) (laughs) I need to understand Instagram and you guys will appreciate this. Your cousins um, were on vacation in Belize, Lila and Kara, my twin daughters. And um, they were scrolling on their phone, the, you know, the, the motion of scrolling, which I didn't know what it was. And they weren't, <laughs> they weren't texting. And I asked them what they were doing. And they were like, okay, mom, we're on Instagram. Yeah, first of all. Don't <laughs> get on it because then you're going to start teaching it. <laughs> <laughs> they know you so well. Yeah. And I'm like, touche, that's what I'm doing. Um, so, I, so I knew that if my teenage twin daughters were saying that, that it was going to be a social platform worth pursuing from a marketing standpoint. So I teach small business owners how to use Instagram to ultimately make money by building influence, by staying top of mind, by being consistent and with all the updated strategies, tactics, features, trends, and what is relevant and what isn't. And so I find that people get on Instagram without a plan, without a strategy, and a lot of things are random. And I'm not letting you guys be random. Never. No more randomness. I'm discoverable and I'm not random. So how about that? No, I think that's the biggest challenge. Like a lot of people um, I just hear and I work with a lot of different like trainers. They become, they get an account and they're like, I see all these people with so many followers. One, how does it happen? Um, where do I begin? So I guess let's break it down for some people who are kind of looking yeah. to build up their social profiles and maybe we're going to gear it a little bit towards like health and wellness and fitness professionals. Yeah. So I think, so you're in one of the most competitive Spaces, the truth is. Food, mm-hmm. fashion, and fitness. Those yep. are the three Fs. Right. Just saturated. It's a saturated market. So as we, you know, worked on at the very beginning, understanding what you could lean into that was yours and ownable and brandable and no one else could take or have. And you both did a beautiful job naming your business and, you know, leaning into the word tone. And, and then with that came, what colors did you want to use? Remember we went through iterations of colors and you changed your highlights a couple of times, which right. like I said, it's an evolution. You change with the time. And, and, and the point is how do you stand out? And you both stand out significantly because of the duo because of the two, you know? And I think that makes you unique. That makes you desirable. That makes you um, just different. And some and, and, and it's opportunistic for someone who, for example, might want you to put their clothes on and, and be a sponsor for, for the brand because it's not just one, it's two. And they can do d- two tones of the outfits, you know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, so I think that... 
first and foremost, it's coming up with a unique name, right? The the actual. I feel like the name is like the hardest part. Lee and I went through so So much. Many. I can't even think. Can you think of some of the ones that we like went through? I don't even know. Well, we this tried Dowdy, something with our last name Dowdy, but it just sounds like sun- duty and it's just like not. Yeah, attractive. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it sounds like a downer too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like no that you're them. doubting it. And yeah. It's just, how did you, how long did it take you to get to where you landed? Well, we went through actually, we have like another Instagram account too. That's like, we almost use it to like trial post things. Um, because, but you can't tell them the name. No, or we, else have, we, are gonna have, know. One, we have one too yeah. with our team. We have, we have a, we right. have a well, account. We, yeah. Too. We won't say that. It was like a very broad, Name. Yeah, it, I definitely yeah. didn't. You didn't get the two out of it. Um, you didn't really know it was fitness related. It just like didn't really make sense. Well, I think I think you ended up coming up with two tone though, right? I think so. But the word training after it is everything. Yeah, right. Which is funny because originally we wanted just the two toned, and we messaged whoever has two toned, <laughs> and I think it's like a sneaker account. Believe it or not. Yeah, but, but no one had it with training. Right, and we were trying to fight for two toned, but then we realized let's just add training. See, it was meant to be. Yeah, and alliterations are great. They're it's memorable. It's there's a lot you can do with the two T's, which you have. Your logo's fabulous. I mean, again, it's an evolution, and where we are now with our brand ten years in is not where we started. I mean, our our logo used to be a nautical bee <laughs> that was that. left over from my shop, Subi Doo. But now it's just SBZ because it's SBZ, you know, Subi Zimmerman. We yeah. can't help but call you Subi Doo, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it, it just like rolls off the top. It's good. It's good. It's Subi Doo, Subi Don't. It's all good. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But I remember like when we did start, Sue has been amazing and really mentored us and kind of said that consistency is key and owning your branding and committing Mm -hmm. to something. Like you said, people don't want to see random. They want to know sort of what to expect Mm -hmm. um, when they're coming to your page. I think one of the biggest trip ups too um, that we hear time and time again is the caption. Like, should it be short and sweet? (laughs) Should it be long? What the hell do we say? What do we say? Yeah, that's a great question. Does it have to match the picture? People want to know. It has to be relevant to the picture, but it doesn't have, it has to bridge the gap of the conversation. So the photo could be, you know, you in front of a skyscraper and you could talk about something that you're reflecting on. You right. know what I mean? It just right. has to be relevant in some way. And you're you're really great with that. But yeah, so we do a variety of both. So we have very deep educational posts that are carousel posts, the ones where you can swipe to, to see 10 pieces of content that where we're teaching. And those kind of pieces of content for us, people save to refer back to. And then there's the ones, mainly reels, where they go more kind of like viral because of the discoverability and in Instagram's algorithm. And you both, I, I think for you guys, um, love a good reel. Yeah. We're going to get back to the captions, but I just want to say the fact that you have great edit photo video editing skills and are qu- can quickly put together a reel is extremely advantageous because that, you know, that is what's happening. But with the it, description more than the description, it's actually the hook. So you get 73 characters to hook someone in, to pique curiosity, to think what's in it for them if they tap dot, dot, dot more and read the description. If you haven't even piqued someone's interest, they're not going to read the description, so it doesn't matter. So the hook is the most important. Once they're interested and they tap, they're committed. They want to read it. Whether it's long and you get 2,200 characters, if you want to write what I call a micro blog post, or it's short and sweet to your point, it has to speak to your audience. And that's where people fail. They don't understand who their audience is because they haven't done market research or even like audited their, you know, just asked their audience or looked at their insights to see who their audience is. And so data is everything. We know, for example, our audience is primarily women 45 and older. And so when you know your audience, you know how to speak to them and the the language and the nuances and the style. And so that's really what matters. But with that description, it's more the hook. 
I think that's really interesting. I think a lot of people don't look into their insights. They just kind of like post what they want to post. They're like, I look good in this photo or whatever yeah. it is, or I want to teach to this song. And it's kind of like, okay, well, who's showing up to your classes? Who is engaging right. with your posts? And I think that's when Lee and I started posting even more fashion. We started to notice that, oh, people are really interested in what we're wearing. We're like, as much as I care for our workouts, I want to know right. why yeah. where we got that matching top. Oh, I'm sure people are looking at your abs and your muscles and your sneakers. <laughs> Stop and your, it, go on. Yeah, I mean, all of it. I mean, it's all part of it. I mean, it, so you just have to say what's important. And so to the point back to the SEO, you are fitness trainers. You do boot camps. You do both virtual and in person. You get sponsorships and collaborations. And, you know, people want to collaborate with you and so there's opportunities and you have to make that clear and obvious it's here, here's the thing it's it's your job to make it so obvious what you want people to either do with a call to action or see or feel it's not their job to figure it out and if someone's like ah, this is so random I thought they were fitness you know experts and now I'm looking at what they're eating all day so if the food's part of it or the meal prep that needs to be obvious right right I think for some people, I just want to touch on this point where you said um, posting to what you think your audience wants to see. But I think a lot of people will get confused with, but what about posting what I want to post and staying genuine to what I'm doing? What do you say to that? So that's where stories come in more. So I believe, and Leah, as my personal trainer, and we take videos, I, you know, people want to see lifestyle. People want to see behind the scenes. People want to see the unedited, the not perfect, the no makeup on, the, mm. the, the real you, and, and really get a feeling of who you are as a person, because at the end of the day, behind every Instagram account is a person, right. or in your case, two. And so the more, my word for 2022 is intimate. I'm curious if you guys Ooh. pick words for the, like every year I pick a word. And so I say this year, I believe that A, people want to be more intimate with relationships that they have that matter. And I believe that on social, the more intimate you can go, with each account and each person and each relationship, the more opportunities you have to grow and not getting more, more followers, but literally caring about the ones that you have and nurturing the relationships that you have. And so stories allow you to do that because most views and stories are from your followers. They already know you, they already like you, and now you're just giving them a little bit more behind the scenes. I mean, to, to the point where, you know, I did a little pre-gaming before you guys got here with the with this situation. And then, mm -hmm. you know, behind the scenes, everyone wants behind the scenes, yeah, right? Like what, pre, what kind of pre-game are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> what was happening before we got here? Um, I love that. But uh, so as you talk about kind of like being intimate, I think a lot of people get confused too, is like, okay, you give away so much of yourself on your social platforms. Then how do you convert them to a customer, right? You're supposed to give so much away for free. You want them to follow you. You want to give them a reason to follow yeah. your page, but then how do you convert them and this to is a why people customer? Need to, this is why yeah. people need to Hire a business coach. Right. How do you make that money, Subi? <laughs> <laughs> Show me that money. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about I'm all about the conversion, but I will tell you that that happens um, from the value that you give continuously and the impact that you make, whether it is you are connecting emotionally to someone's desire or pain point, and and when you understand what that is. And again, it goes back to understanding your audience and what they need. And I'm going to just use our audience for an example. Most women 45 and older aren't, aren't comfortable looking at the phone. They feel like they need a filter right away. You know, most women 45 and older don't understand tech. They're not comfortable on video. So we talk to those pain points and they're like, wow, I just learned something new. And I just watched a video. Like one, how can you help someone win every day? Whether it's motivating them, inspiring them, educating them, um, connecting deeper with them, and caring. And so 
when you do that well consistently, it doesn't, nothing happens overnight. There's no overnight success ever. You know, I'm 10 years into this game and, and we have a wildly successful business and I have a team and a CEO and, you know, it just, it happens one day after another, right? But here's the thing, you help one person and then one more and then one more. And this ripple effect because they talk to their friends and their oh. friends. I think that's something that I've heard a lot too is is still the the best way to spread your business is by word of mouth and people forget that everything's so social uh, I'm sorry so online but people are talking to their friends whether it's text whether it's call whether it's in person if they like you they're going to tell their, their friends about you yeah and and I'm often saying oh my gosh you have to follow my cousins here's their account they're yeah. so great and and who do you trust more than your friends right and 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 when they like the energy that they're getting or learning or watching, it's just you're enriching their life to some degree. And even if they don't hire you, and in our case, buy our courses or hire us to coach within the online business space, it's it's they might know someone that does. And and, and to right. this point, I will tell you, I had um, coffee with one of my friends this week, and. I talked to someone in Connecticut who was interested in having us coach her. And I asked her, how did you find out about me? And she's like, my friend Ann Cohen. And I'm like, wait, she's my friend. How is she? <laughs> she's like, well, she's the one that told me. And I'm like, I'm having, I'm having coffee with Ann Cohen. And if Ann never told her about me, she wouldn't have been a high-end coaching client. And it's just, that's the truth, right? That's amazing. No, it's kind of funny. I get so many times um, we'll have people come to us and be like, oh, I follow Subi on Instagram. Yeah, the Instagram like, I get so many tips and tricks. And <laughs> yeah, it's how it happens, how the magic happens. It is. And that's more powerful than any ad you can put on any billboard or right. pay, pay for. Right. It's like word of mouth. And and reputation is everything. And trust. I think I think what people need to hear is that building trust is the most important aspect of any business and and if you break trust earning that back is hard so it you know you guys are showing up consistently motivating and teaching and growing a, an amazing community within your two two-tone community and they become lifers and they become your advocates and your cheerleaders and your you know your marketing yeah free marketing Hey, so what do you say to some of those trainers that are saying, okay, I'm posting workout moves on my Instagram, but now how do I convert them to clients and how do, how do I make money? Oh yeah. Let's go back to that money thing. So it, it, making money from Instagram happens when you have, okay. So I'm from the camp of not trading time for dollars, which you both are doing some of the trading time for dollars and trying to scale an online business, right? right? So I'm all about building an online business so that you don't have to work all the time and you get to choose where you work, when you work, and it's a beautiful thing. So in the fitness space, there's several different ways to do that where you could either be um, building out courses for different parts of your body. So like I, I would say, okay, if you want to get your arms in shape to look great in that bridal dress or, you know, for summer, like let's just do an arms workout. If it's the abs, let like just do the abs, but don't do the whole body because that's a lot to right. work, right? If you broke it down, like I'd raise my arm, my hand, like, okay, I want arms. I want to be able to do a push up or a pull up. I don't, mm -hmm. I can't. And so if, if you, you're speaking to someone that just wants arms or if someone wants to strengthen their mobility or, you know, just stretch more as, you know, mm -hmm. learning about stretching or running properly, you know, and that goes down to like what's the best footwear to buy. Like you could, you could really go niche with each I like that. I feel like some people are so afraid to go like niche because they're like, oh, I'm cutting things off. I'm like, a, I want to like cast a wide net. But I think even with the, your business and like 45 is. and over. That's where the like, money is. It The money, the minute you are talking to just one audience, everyone in that audience is raising their hand. And fitness is such a wide net. So right. what is it? Is it, you know, the LED workouts that you want to own? Is it the, you know, 
the fashion aspect of how the two of you show up? Is it, you know, once you, and this is going to be an evolution as you lean into and, and talk with each other about like, what brings me the most joy? What do I like doing the best? You don't know that until you do it. Right, <laughs> you got right. to show up and do it a lot, you know? And so my dopamine hit every day is teaching. So I go live on Instagram every day. I do a lot of videos. I do a lot of stories. I do, you know, I have a community that I teach and I love it. My team takes care of all the back-end software automation systems processes and they just tell me what to do and I just do it. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> but, but, but so when you know what you like and you know what you don't like and you know what you're good at and you know what makes other people feel good, that impact, when you make impact, the income always comes. Wow. wow. Already highlight, 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 right highlight, highlight, right. Impact equals income. It does. Oh, no, and it's interesting. I think we've started to like, kind of like maneuver our way. And then we definitely cast it a wide net, especially, <laughs> I mean, even still running ourselves really thin, but then I think we're really starting to decipher kind of like what is worth our time. Yeah. Is it, you know, is it, is it, um, women? Is it men? Is it co-ed? Is it working out at night only? Is it, you know, is it the early morning run? Like you've got to, you got to go really deep with the thing that you both are in agreement with. And this is to everyone listening, like the, the riches are, I say niches, you say niches, <laughs> the riches are in the niches. And, um, it, it, it really is true. And when you go niche, you go niche again till it hurts. Like you just keep going deeper, not wider. The deeper you go, the more success you have. Because when you think about brands that you know, and you love, there's just like one aspect of that brand that you that that's memorable and that's because they've done a good, such a good job marketing that that aspect you know like for example this jacket is Alice and Olivia it's a it's a, one of my I favorite designers and she's all about like bright colors with a sweater too so she's and speaking like, to me she's speaking to me and I'm like I'm going in that store every collection and seeing what's new and it's like it's my look it's my and so I am loyal to this brand that is you know definitely not affordable by everybody but it's my style it's my look and and i'm committed to going in there and, and, and it's it, not for the plain janes and they're it, never going right. to sell the plain it's not janes H&M. but that's okay it's not, you know zara yeah. it's Subi like we will not be caught there <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for Subi, it's on instagram <laughs> uh, yeah i always say well i always say if you if you need to know where i am just watch my stories yeah well i can track every moment <laughs> lee and i do have the locator on though so i always know where yeah she is. yeah okay but one thing i do want to talk about we talk a little bit about brands and i know people are kind of dying dying to know um what are some of your tips for working with brands I feel like that's like a really just like dicey topic yeah People what to say know. yes to what to say no to how to negotiate worth? deals so I we have criteria so a lot of brands ask me if I will wear certain things or hold you know that food like I I get solicited all the time and a lot of it doesn't make any sense for me right what makes sense are the software and the tools like so we on our YouTube channel we have collaborations with a couple different tools that we are affiliates for which means we get commission every time someone buys through our link and those tools are for people to whether it's for a hashtag tool or a tool to find um accounts the right way and engage with them. It's like, we've tried them, we like them and we endorse them and it's never to make money. It's always, is it something that our audience and community could benefit from and not just us get money in the bank? So I think there always has to be a criteria of does this fit the standard that we're setting to say yes to this brand and holding firm with what you will accept for payment and and not accept because free doesn't pay the bills like oh we'll just give you our clothes for free if you guys wear them for us like you guys don't need any more clothes yeah, <laughs> ain't that the that. truth <laughs> <laughs> my drawers are busting out yeah. out asap yeah no but i think that makes sense because your followers can see through the bs and if yeah. you're posting about something that they're like 
wait, but I thought you were saying this message the other day that you hated whatever meat and you're posting about meat sticks. Like, no, they see through it. Yeah. So you have to be careful what you say yes and no to. And that changes as your business changes as well. And you'll have opportunities. For example, there'll be a drink sponsor for the podcast. There'll be, you know, people wanting you to say, and this podcast is sponsored by blah, blah, blah. And, and it will be a great partnership, but it will be one that you're in alignment with. Mm-hmm. And, and that will come the more, the more you put yourself out there, the more you get discovered. It doesn't just happen on Instagram. It happens from creating content and the content can be on Instagram, but you don't want it all on Instagram. You want it on your own website and you want your own email list. And a podcast is a great way to grow your email list so that you can stay in, in touch with your audience. And then what do you think about TikTok sale? I think we have to get on it now. My team, yeah, my team's like you've been holding out on us. I know my team's like. Ugh. I was on it at the very, very, very beginning because I'm on every social platform yeah. as soon as it bust out, and um, I've been to a lot of conferences that I've spoken at, Social Media Marketing World, where I just spoke, and and my team. We really think strategically we can draw a lot of traffic back to Instagram and back to our business. And so just like we have our YouTube channel, it's definitely on the cards. Um, as soon as we grow our social team, we need to grow our social team. There's a lot going on over here at, at our company. So, um, yeah, so I think it's 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 coming. But we we do diligence before we add anything else to our, you know, you know, to adding more to the to-do list. It's like, we want to have work-life balance, my whole team and I. So you have to be careful with what you take on or not. Cause we've done pretty good without having to take it on. Yeah. I feel like Instagram never sleeps. So talking a little bit about that work-life balance, like, do you ever shut off and do you oh, yeah. have that time where you put your phone away? Yes, always. So it used to be not the case about a year ago. I was literally the one posting and, or a year and a half. My team I have a content team that creates the content that I have a graphic designer that does the graphics. I have my team that writes the captions. I am there engaging and uh, commenting. And I also have a team member that engages and comments in the DM because we get hundreds a day. So it's a lot, but I did own it up till like eight years. And I feel so relieved that I don't have to be looking at my six by nine screen all day. Is and Roger like, thank God. Yeah. He's so happy. Was it, <laughs> was it taking a toll on your relationships? Yeah. You yeah well he, so my husband's not on Instagram nor on social only on LinkedIn. So he was definitely frustrated, but the more successful we became and the more he saw our profits from our business, the more he respect, <laughs> he respected, he respected the job that I do. And I, I like working on my phone more than my desktop. I have two computers and an iPad. I just, I am so productive on my phone. So the time I'm on my phone is like, he's on his computer working. I'm on my phone working, but it's not, the the rule is when we're out eating and unless there's something that we both want to look up or talk about or a commitment to reference or something, the phone, I, I put the phone away, but I also story a lot. So he, and he gets it. Like the behind the scenes. I'm like, honey, it's the behind the scenes. <laughs> Don't it's you the understand? BTS. Come on. <laughs> everyone loves Roger. <laughs> everyone loves hearing him play guitar. You know, he has no idea because he's not on Instagram. But yeah, um, but that's a great question. And I really think that if you're in this online space and, you, and Instagram's you're a social platform, the social pl- platform you're committed to, there's a commitment, there's a mindset. And the two of you are really good, as I saw at your event, where you both kind of worked your phone and were in the moment of flow, Mm -hmm. knowing that getting the social proof and the community so that you could share it is a part of the success of the business. And if you don't have a videographer or a camera guy following you around, you got to kind of own it and do it. And so that was a big part of what we had to do to build this business. And I think that's some of the best advice I got when we, especially when we first started our boot camps and we were begging like neighbors and like, we definitely had those boot camps where what, like our mom was front row and there was like <laughs> crickets in the back. Yeah. And 
I remember someone saying to me, they're like, it doesn't matter. Like get content, post it on Instagram yeah. and like make it work for you. Like as long as you are capturing the content, like who cares that there's no one at your boot camp that the people will come, but you need to publish and you need right. to post it. Right. Again, it goes back to, it's your job to let people know what you want them to do and what you're doing. It's not their job to figure it out. And even, you know, this conference I spoke at, the attendance was half this year. And so the seats weren't all packed. Like usually my room's standing only and it's all packed but it wasn't but the angles of the behind the scenes and the camera right. didn't look that way you just saw Sue B on stage being like you know <laughs> living her best life yeah exactly so you have to make it work yeah it's- no and I think there's something there's another message in there too though and kind of proof that Instagram is the highlight reel that yeah like, it's not everything that you see it's and I think so that's a taboo topic too. Yeah. It's like, wait, I don't like that angle. Can we just, yeah. Can we do it again? <laughs> yeah. Leah, well, yeah, that happened with us. Wait, I don't like, I don't like that picture. <laughs> oh, Can we do it again? Especially when working out, like try to look cute while working yeah. out. You're like sweating, dying. Oh my like. God. You guys lift more weight than I can even imagine. <laughs> no, I saw you with fabulous. those step ups though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's different than lifting like heavy weights. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. I'm so sore. And, oh my god! If Don't damn sorry. Oh, she does have a hat. Her hat. I'm like, Thank yeah. God. Oh yeah. Thank God, we hooked it up. Yeah. Um. But what are some of like the biggest questions? I guess like if someone wants to start working with you, top three questions that you always get asked. Yes. So to be totally honest with everyone listening, um, I don't do personal consults anymore. I'm done with that. We skate too much. Yeah, I mean, hourly rate, my hour, it's $1,000 an hour. <laughs> and, and even though that's a great hourly rate, I don't want to scale time for money. I We have a coaching program that's scalable, and that's how people can work with us. So I used to do hourly, and I started at 75. Then I raised it to 150. It was 250. It was 500, and then it was 1,000. And, you know, you know, when you know your worth and you can confidently say what your worth is, then worth is just value and I over deliver. And what I teach someone in 30 minutes, it would take them three years to learn. (laughs) Right. To be honest. Um, So you just have to know that and you have to confidently step into it. But what people, I should say, um, what do they ask me? I, 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 I think it's more, what mistakes do I, do people, common mistakes. uh, So common mistakes are, I look at their account. I have no idea what they do. You like dogs. You do yoga. <laughs> uh, you you shop at Trader Joe's. You tra- like I have, like, or the promise that they made in their bio is not being validated in their feed. So, real quickly, this is what everyone needs to hear. Instagram is now a village. It used to be when I started teaching just a photo sharing app, and when I say it's a village, there's now over two billion monthly users. It used to be 140 million, and in this village, there are four neighborhoods. Okay, there's the feed. Write this down. <laughs> there's the stories. There's reels. And there's lives. So people's time and attention is divided depending on where they want to hang out. And not everybody wants to hang out watching reels all day. Some people like to scroll the feed. And so everyone that's talking about my engagement's down, my this, I say, are you getting emails? I mean, are people signing up for emails? Are people buying your products or services? Because it doesn't matter. Likes and views don't pay the bills. And so it's more for us. Every day we're trying to grow our email list. The bigger our email list, the more money we make because we have this, you know, evergreen sales funnel that we, that we have. So it's, it's there the disconnect of that. And so the other thing is the SEO is off. They don't have the right keywords, which you so beautifully do now. <laughs> and their bio is, they don't know how to say what they do. They, you know, they have like, you know, I like travel puppies and go in here. Like, it's just, there's no promise. Like, who do you help and what solution do you solve? Like, what is the purpose of your account even existing? And why should I follow you? Like the, the other piece that people miss is what makes you the go-to authority? So for almost 10 years, I've been teaching Instagram, right? And that's, and so for the two of you, you've been doing workouts and, you know, you've been a division one athlete. Three, but three. thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, two sports. Yeah. All of that. And, and, <laughs> and the fashion comes in for oh, you, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> With the assist. <laughs> but your, I think like your, your transformation, your commitment is relatable to, to people at the beginning of their fitness journey and commitment. And you can 
honestly know what that was like, that commitment to say yes yeah. to yourself and your health and your body. And I think that that makes you relatable. And so back to that, like the other thing is people are posting content that is not relevant at all or relatable. And so when there's a disconnect, it's like, I'm not following this account, right? Mm -hmm. And so the trust, you break the trust of the promise you made in the bio. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so with that being said, are there Instagram, since you do set the tone for a pretty amazing Instagram, are there some accounts that you do really look up to? And as far as like inspo accounts, like what yeah, accounts I like people snarky. follow? I like snarky accounts. So anyone listening can look at who I'm following because I do follow a lot of brands and I like laughing as most people do. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know if you can drop F-bombs on your oh, podcast. Go do for it. it. Do so, it. so fuckology is one of my favorite. Fuckology. I don't think I follow Oh them. my God. It's a story. It just... It's just one quote after another. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. I mean, if you want to laugh every day, it's definitely, I mean, of course I do. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and you know, some of my favorite authors like Brene Brown, I love, I love, uh, her sentiment, although her Instagram is not like the the everyone when you get to the point where people know who you are it, you don't the rules don't always apply <laughs> but when yeah. you're starting out and you're trying to build a business or a brand and Brene put in her time so she has you, you can you have to have something that stands out before the reputation is right there Right, um, the the dry bar. So I, I, I get a blow dry once a year, uh, once a year, once a week. Your hair, yeah. once a year. Once you're like, it stays. <laughs> once a week. I'm like, I don't have time to dry my hair. It takes too long. I can sit in the chair. There's Wi-Fi. It's like forty five bucks. I can be in and out in half an hour, forty minutes. So, I the reason I say the dry bar is because everything that you see online feels like that in person, and those are the best brands. Ooh. When you go to the store. Is that how you feel when you're looking at them online? When you meet the person, is it what they are on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, I feel like a lot of times, oh, some people that were like, "Oh, Ooh. that's yeah. and not." In it. my age, I'm like, "Wait a minute, you look ten years older." <laughs> not even the look, though, just like the vibe. Well, yeah. I feel like especially for fitness professionals, because you are so on all the time, like just like energy wise. So then, when you meet them in person and they're mellow, you're just like, "Hmm." But, you know, everyone has their off days. Yeah. But, yeah, it is. It does. Yeah. And so I, you know what people, and people often say, oh, my God, you really are that colorful, high energy, fun person online. I'm like, who else would I be? Like, <laughs> like so, so that that is validating. And, yeah, and I think a lot of times people have a hard time being who they really are. Like, it's more comfortable to cover up on social because yeah. it just is. And that's Very why. Fun. That's why the metaverse now exists. <laughs> <laughs> metaverse. <laughs> but I like when you said you're being who you are, because one of the things that we did learn from some of your courses is kind of having those content buckets. Can we talk a little bit about yes. the content talk buckets? Talk about the buckets. Yeah. So the buckets, so content buckets are defined as different pieces of content that you would create that where that is relevant for your audience to want to see. So that's the easiest way to say it. So we recommend five to seven. So let's break this down. So what would five of your content buckets be? I like this exercise. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Okay, five five content buckets. Okay, Ac okay, active wear. That's one. Mm -hmm. um, workouts. Workouts. Um, then I would say nutrition is one of them. We mm -hmm. do yeah. a lot of supplement mm -hmm. stuff. Oh. Yep. Um, behind the scenes is one behind the, the scenes. scenes humor and sisterly love yeah me making fun of shay oh yeah my latest tiktok today um leah wasn't feeling well so i showed up with um the sugar-free um popsicles. jolly ranchers popsicles <laughs> cold vapor rub so that was our latest tiktok <laughs> she's that's like a, one bucket shay being the hero <laughs> yeah and that's a whole bucket itself. yeah that's fun yeah i mean you guys have it down i think i've never Whenever you guys, so here's the other thing. Whenever you guys show up in my newsfeed, I know that it's you. So that's being on brand. Like without even, like I know you, but like it's like it's so on the mark of the energy and your brand. And the two of you are pretty much in every single reel, which sh you should be. Um, and if it's not, it should be on your personal account, which it is. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that the fashion is the humor, the fashion, the behind the scenes, any time, like another bucket would be testimonials or if you had any media coverage. And I think your podcasting is a bucket 
which is great. That That's shows true. authority. That shows like you're not just working out. You're also committed to conversation. Mm-hmm. And having a podcast is so smart. We love we the podcast. Smile. It's one of our favorite times because yeah. we actually get to like sit down in a chair and like don't have to be doing <laughs> don't squats. Have to be doing, yeah, uh, Sorry, oh it's a gosh. highlight. Absolutely. But we did have people write in and ask them um, mm. some of the questions when we told uh, them that you were coming onto the podcast. Cool. One of the questions that we saw time and time again was people asking if they're starting a fitness page and they're a trainer, do they have to make a separate account or should they turn their current page into their fitness account? So if that is what they, so the answer is you can do one or the other, depending on what commitment you want to make. So in, in your case, it's so obvious that you both have a personal account and then you have this business account where the two of you show up. If someone is like done with my personal scrapbook it's like, I'm over it. I'm going to turn this into a business. You can then start making shifts on that account. You could turn a personal account into a business account. You can change the SEO. You can change the name. You can change the bio. You can do an announcement, letting people know, especially if you have a following, keeping in mind that that following most likely is your friends and family who will support you at first, right? So it's, right. A, good, it's a good place to launch off of. Instead of zero, which you guys, when we met, weren't you in the hundreds? Yep, we were in like a few hundreds. It was like our mom and like some some friends. How many thousands are we at? We're at, I think we're at 11.5 right now. Hopefully, nearing 11.6. Hopefully, after this podcast. I don't know, maybe. Oh, I think that's so good. So good. No, definitely the climb. And you could definitely go through plateaus. Yeah. Things like that. Um, Another question is, what is your biggest tip for growth as far as just getting, getting those followers up? Yeah, so I don't stress about followers. I, I, like I said, my focus is on conversions. And conversions for us are sales, emails, subscribers, YouTube subscribers, uh, sales to our courses and coaching, and most importantly, getting people on our email list. But followers, obviously everyone looks at them and they use it as a measurement of growth. For, for me now, in addition to doing reels. So we, we've been posting during a launch three times a day, but now committed to twice a day. Okay. And going live every day has been huge because people find me and discover me. And every time I do a live, I'm like, who's new here? Put your name. So many new people who never would have found me. So going live is a great hack if you know how to do it and stay on topic and understand that it's not just like, talking about nothing it has to be like like similar to like a podcast topic or something interesting we need to go live more yeah. we used to do it all the time and then we, fell, yeah, off. we yeah. fell off a little bit how about posting during the morning day or night is mm. there so we look at our insights and we see where we have the best engagement and in addition we look at my calendar so my team is we schedule some of our posts using the Creator Studio. We also use Planoly. And I am responsible for at least one post a day, if not two sometimes, to push it out from Planoly to our feed. And it really depends. They look at my calendar like, okay, Sue's busy. She's getting interviewed on a podcast. She's traveling here. She's doing this. Like, what time does it work? Because we always say don't post and ghost. Yeah, Meaning don't engagement. post and leave. Engagement is key within that first hour. So are you there harding up every comment? Are you there um, asking questions back? Like the, the best way to comment back is by asking a question. And when someone says, I love what I just learned from you, I say, please tag three of your Insta besties on this post so they can learn too. So that's like my favorite thing. Like if someone's endorsing the content, oh my God, I love what you guys just did. Thank you so much. Can you invite three of your friends by tagging? Like now you basically have permission to ask, do the ask, ask equity, which is tag your friends so they can follow me too without being so overtly do this. But you know, in the Boston way that we are pretty. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Abrupt. Abrupt. It's like, you know, since you like this so much, if you, if you know anyone else who would appreciate learning this as well, please tag them. Every time people tag their friends. Yeah. And that's huge. I feel like that's huge. why you have such a great engagement, yeah. right? And that's huge. And especially, I mean, I work mostly on like 
not only with our page, but on the brand side of things too. And I know whenever we're working with a brand and we're connecting them with influencers or people in the space, the first thing they look at, yeah, follower counts, um, somewhat important, but I mean, with all the bots out there, they are checking for your genuine engagement rate. Yeah. Engagement rate. And for me, the biggest indicator of success on Instagram are real comments, not yeah. just an emoji or a nice pic, or you look fabulous. I like your shirt. Cause all that can be automated. It's crazy how much is out so there don't, in bots. So don't believe the follower count you see. Don't believe the likes, the views. Only the believe the real comments from real Do people. Do you feel like you can go to an Instagram account in and second. tell in a second if it's fake? I can tell in a second if it's, yeah, you know why? Because if I tap into that account, they'll lift a comment and I go look and see that they have close to 7,500 people that they're following and they don't have any photos that they're like yeah. basically a bot. Yeah. So I know all the... I know all the indicators of of what is real or not real. And so, yeah. Don't believe everything you see. Only believe those comments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, is there money in the bank account? (laughs) Is there money in the bank? Um, And um, I know we're going a little bit over time, but Sue, what is your last thing that our piece of advice you would give to someone who is kind of just looking to build a brand, build their online presence? Yeah, and this might sound like obvious and a little trite, but I believe the more you lean into your true essence of who you are in every regard, like words like I drop F-bombs, if that's (laughs) your thing, if you dress in color or not, like owning your true authentic self and putting it out there like you don't give a shit. And and, And because that energy is received from those who are in alignment with that. And you know what? Standing out is what gets the most attention, not blending in. So what is it that you do or believe or your values that make you different and special? And everyone has them. It's just a matter of comfortably and confidently doing it because people feel like there's too many people rolling their eyes and judging them and they don't like that. And I'm like, oh, well. Either you either like me or you don't. You and like you don't. me, don't don't care either um, way. You know who, who does that really well is your daughter Lila. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She's her accounts fire. Yeah. Uh, she just like really just like leans Owns into it. it. She was one of the like, I don't know, the one of the earlier people that just yeah. like inspired us to really start like growing. Yeah. And she was just doing ebooks and grocery hauls and it's so cool to see how not only she's transformed, but like her page is transformed. What's, yeah. her, what's her account called? Lila dot Luna. L-U-N-A-A. Really really worth yeah living her true authentic self and going really deep with a niche that is not comfortable for a lot of people to either do or watch but it's fascinating and you're intrigued and she holds she has more views on her stories than (laughs) like thousands of views on her stories yeah I learn a lot by watching the way that she the way that the way that she sells is beautiful Oh my God. All right. Well, yeah. Now plug yourself. So, where can people find you? Yeah. So, if you enjoyed this little episode, yeah. how could you cousins, not? Yeah. Um, come on over to the gram, the Instagram expert. You'll see myself and my CEO, Morgan, and um, a lot of other people who engage. And I would love for you to just drop a comment on the last post. Easy peasy. Just tell me your favorite thing that you learned or if you have an additional question. Um, And then tag at two-tone training on it so they can see it too. She she really is the Instagram expert. Yeah, she just knows. Circle it back. (laughs) Circle it back to the gram. (laughs) With that being said, you can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is is that that you you don't don't tone alone. alone. Bye, guys.